1: Proud of
2: our Hello and welcome again to More Than Just a Podcast podcast. Um, I'm with Rhys, who's here. Hello, Rhys. Hello. I'm with John, who is here as well. Hello. And Sean, who is in Singapore. Hello, Sean, can you hear us?
3: Yeah, I can hear you. It's half past four in the morning. It's 32 degrees and thunderstorms, and I'm 7,600 miles away in my hotel room in Singapore. Welcome. So apologies, I am on Skype, so apologies for any crackly or bad audio quality.
2: Okay, so straight into the Leeds game, uh, which we drew... Unfortunately. Is that, is that the only game we've had since last week? Yes. What did We it play? We, we didn't play midweek last week, did we? No. Um, but,
3: but none of you I saw it because didn't. George yeah, was I w- in New York. I
2: was away in New York. Uh, Reese was trip. playing football. And, and
3: George was having a romantic weekend. No, John. John, John was having a romantic weekend with his wife for his anniversary in a spa hotel.
2: <laughs> it wasn't a
4: spa hotel. We've <laughs> been through this. It's a and holiday no, in, no, mate. Sorry, we're not in the same league, are we? We all know that. you in Singapore in your five-star. Me at the no. Holiday Inn.
3: John was visiting Blen- Blenheim Palace. He's now an annual pass holder for Blenheim Palace. <laughs> so he doesn't know if we're going to make too many West Ham games now because he'd be visiting Blenheim Palace all the yeah, time. Yeah,
4: looking around at the Winston Churchill vents. Very nice.
3: John. John, I got a tweet last week saying I've got to stop interrupting you that you say really interesting stuff and I often interrupt you. Now, there's a delay because I'm 7,600 miles away but I'm going to try really hard but that means you've got to really try hard and say something interesting.
4: Well, I will do my best just for you, Sean. But be, you be, feel, feel free to interrupt me though because it wouldn't be the same, would it, really?
2: No, it wouldn't, no. <laughs> I'll do that a bit then. Um... No, yeah, so be. Leeds but... Leeds game We drew one all uh, Sean, as you said, you were the only one who watched it So what was your thoughts on the game?
3: So I watched it on uh, Etisat And, uh, well, sometimes I wish I hadn't um, <laughs> You know, there, there was some bright moments But, you know, what can you say What we said last week um, When it didn't work We started lumping it long again um, Bought on Ravel Morrison uh, only for the last 10 minutes didn't really do very much um, but maybe unfair to him because oh, sorry 10 mate
4: minutes. hold on can I interrupt you did you just call him Van Morrison
3: Revel Morrison oh, right, it might okay. be the distance <laughs> yes. and uh, obviously Cole came on and Hoof won over the bar as normal had a really good chance and uh, it, just, it didn't work and then obviously right at the end going to lose. I mean, what was it? Get how many minutes to go? Ten minutes? Ten minutes to go? And we conceded one nil down. And 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 then who do we have to rescue us and get the draw? It was looking like a draw. It, it almost like we set ourselves up. Sam said, "Come on, respect the point. Let's it up. Let's give the point." And then the, the, the draw is no... <laughs> That's a really bad. Uh, is he, uh, he, he, he from
1: it, Wales? Is he Mexican?
3: Yeah. Um, and. Um, and it all went wrong, we were 1-0 down, and Danny Collins had to save the day. That prolific goal scorer that we've got on loan, uh, Danny Collins, is the only one who could score. And that just sums it up, doesn't it? And, um, I don't know, if you looked at it beforehand, you'd have said, we accept a point, we accept a draw. Um, but no, it didn't. You didn't miss a lot, guys. You know, with John, you probably had more fun on your romantic weekend, John, than <laughs> I had watching uh, watching the stream.
4: Uh, I mean, I, I did see the highlights on the old football league show. That's how romantic I am. Really? And, Were uh, there
3: ma- that many highlights?
4: No, not not a great deal. But it was it was featured more than just like a two minute thing. But you know, they showed you the, when the ball. Mainly, I got the ball through, and he didn't control it early on in the first half and that was about yeah. it that looked like our one of our only chances was there many chances or what
3: no you, there was there was a few chances Maynard as you say missed one um and Cole missed another um, um I think you were saying on stats uh, George how many were on target but
2: yeah we had we had seven attempts on goal with three on target ah uh, that,
3: that sounds about rubbish. right yeah three on target sounds about right
2: and Leeds had ten with three on target as well
3: yeah they they could have won it. they set themselves up well, their crowd was well up for it, and uh was so, it a sellout? Yeah. it wasn't completely a sell out, but it was it was pretty much there was a few corners, like you know when we're missing, but um it was their biggest game for a long time uh, they had over i mean how many does uh Ellen Road hold a lot,
4: i I thought it was about nearly forty thousand yeah, yeah. I think there was thirty-three thousand yeah, there, wasn't there?
3: No, I think there was more than that. Um, we well, have to look that up, but uh, it, it was like ninety, ninety-eight percent for or something. You know, I, I thought it was it was close to forty thousand, um, the amount of people they had in, and they said, you know, if they could fill it that week, wi- that much week in week out, uh, they wouldn't have a problem. But uh, fair play to them. Um, well, they, none of their fans I, go
2: I, anymore, do they? They don't. Isn't it something to do with no. Ken Bates or something?
4: There's a lot of controversy going on about the ownership of Leeds and things yeah. like that, yeah. So we but, we didn't deserve no. the win. The draw was as good as we could expect, yeah?
3: Yeah, well, they set themselves up for the draw as well, which seems unlikely at home. But they sort of part the bus at home, which yeah. is a bit... You know, they almost set themselves out. So you had both sides lumping it long at one stage. So the ball was just in the air all the time. And you had both sides playing long ball and thinking, Christ...
4: This is going to be a really good game. So on top of that, Reading <laughs> red win. I
3: wish I was at Blenheim Palace uh, with my wife, <laughs> yeah. walking around. You sound, room, like,
4: a, you I sound like a really bitter man, mate. At least I didn't go to <laughs> a spa weekend with my wife. Yeah, that really rankles with you, didn't it? It's true. Yeah. You don't yeah. go with your wife to a spa weekend. End of, mate. End of. All right. All right.
3: Well, let's all drop right. that. Let's not stop talk about weekends, or spa weekends. Okay, it, it was another draw I'd like to say at this point though um, and I hope you've done your homework this week John, I predicted a draw for Leeds on my prediction so know I've got you 100% record so far on my West Ham prediction
4: well done, well done so Reading won like I said they might as well possibly go on a run and win most of the next games, not all of them as you keep telling me, I said all of them
2: yeah, yeah they really, already drew one, didn't they? Yeah,
4: they already drew one. I said they could possibly win, but there's no reason why they couldn't, is what I said.
2: Oh you said it was definitely going to happen. All oh, right, right, okay. Mm. Yeah,
3: they drew one and won and one, but they, yeah, <laughs> they used one, 4 us. nil. they, they
4: only just
1: agreeing with the agreement, now,
4: they? Yeah, and Southampton obviously came from 2-1 or 2-0 down or whatever it was to win.
3: Yeah, so. you, can still, you can't trust Dirty Millwall... To beat Southampton, they were two-one up for most of the game, and they lost three-two. Lambert again is on form, and um, I don't know if, if I'm being a bit pessimistic. Cause I'm a bit jet-lagged, then the playoff um, the playoffs seem more likely now. Um, well, yeah, that
2: that that's our Twitter question, Sean. Have you have you managed to tweet that out yet?
3: I did retweet that out, but, uh, yeah, the playoff, for me, the playoff seemed more likely. I think uh, John's going to be a bit more optimistic on his homework, which he didn't really do as his homework, because as we're sitting in the studio, well, I'm not sitting in the studio, but he's sitting in the studio, and I've got a video link to him, I've seen him actually scribbling (laughs) down his homework, like, five minutes before the podcast He was writing a
1: poem, actually.
3: Ah, all right, I look forward to John's poem. About Blenheim Palace.
4: Yeah, to my wife, (laughs) after my romantic
2: weekend. So anyway,
4: move on, George. But,
2: okay, we're expecting a poem off you at the end of the podcast. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's Just got four to... lines will do. You have got to do it.
4: Yeah, it's uh, my predictions for. The... No, you've
2: actually got to do a poem now. Four <laughs> yeah. lines. Yeah. Okay. So are you <laughs> sure <laughs> he does it, <laughs> Reese? Did you do the um, stats? Yeah. Did <laughs> I do the stats? We've got shots on goal and possession.
3: Yeah. We had, didn't we? It says on your stats, and they had ten shots on uh, ten shots, and three of them on on yeah, target. We said well. that so it does look an even game.
2: We said that earlier, Sean. Where were you? I'm in Singapore?
3: a different time zone,
2: mate.
4: No. I wasn't here. So is George? he come back from New York yesterday? He's got like, one eye yeah. open.
3: George is in a New York time zone. I'm in a um, Singapore time zone, and John is in a Blenheim Palace time
4: zone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a love bubble. Anyway, move
2: on. (laughs) Um, So, Sean spoke to Chris Akabusi two weeks ago. Um, You heard part one of his interview on last Monday's podcast. And this is part two.
5: Akabusi has a goal. And the American League He's fighting back. Akabusi has made it. Akabusi, goal for Britain. America's second.
6: And Jamaica
5: third.
7: So moving on a little bit, West Ham way, you know, we spoke, we've recently been speaking to David Cross and and, uh, Julian Ditts and and, uh, Stuart Slater and we're speaking to David Cross and saying, you know, is there too much made of the West Ham way? And I know this is something you feel passionate about. Is it okay? Should we have attractive football at all costs or is it okay to play IB this season just to get the job done and get promoted? What's your views on that?
6: Well, I don't, I don't think you should play ugly at all costs. No, 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 no that, that's... No, no. I mean, I think that there is there is a way and I think there is a tradition and I think that we can learn from history and, you know, that it can become part and parcel of your DNA and if you bring up people from the academy, you know, we've had some great, great players, even recently, you know, when you think of your Ferdinands and your, your Lampards and your Joe Coles, your Defoe, we've had some great, great young kids come out of our academy and it will be ashamed to lose that so so no I I, I think that eventually we'll go, go back to our way I do understand when the board say look what's, what's really important is getting out of this league and getting out of this league you know we've got to do it by hook or by crook and so you play a pragmatic type of football but that's only good if it's working and I know that we're second in the league even if it's only by goal difference but for me it's not working it's, yeah. it's, not work- it's not working if the pragmatic way is the only way. You know, and it, it's not working if the pragmatic way means you're drawing against people like Doncaster and Nottingham Forest. It's not working. It's it's okay if the pragmatic way means you sweep aside your forests and your, and your Doncasters and your Watfords and you have a little bit of a tussle against, you know, you know Southampton, um, Brighton and the other guys in the top half. That's fine. But, but, but... If you're going to lose, I would much rather lose a throwing, attacking football down the channels, balls to feet, people twisting and turning, a little bit of flair, you know, your hard men in the middle, you know, your bully Bond Thompson in the middle, you know, and, and your defenders defending. You know, I'd much rather lose watching good football because ultimately, you know, I am a West Ham fan. And when I say yeah. I'm a West Ham fan, I've, I've been brought up on great quality football. And also as a West Ham fan, I've been brought up knowing we don't win much. I, I am happy winning an odd cup every 10 years. I, I, because that's West Ham. You don't go to West Ham to see us be top of the league. You, you go to West Ham because we're going to be mid-table most of the time, float relegation some of the time, win the odd cup. But you know what? It's great being at Upton Park when you beat Man U 4-0.
7: Yeah, it's just
6: great being at West Ham when you beat Spurs three two, or you stop them winning, you know, getting into the into the Champions League. It's just brilliant. You get great. It's great being there when you see West Ham play. its switch as a great ding dong, ding dong, and we win two. It's just great. So I just love it, you know, being a West Ham fan because yet yeah, there are many many, you know, sad moments, but they surprise you with joy. Yeah. Well, so
7: what what we're going to do, is it going to be automatic promotion or is it going to be typical West Ham where they build you up and knock you down at the last minute? You know, we haven't played that well. We found ourselves top and uh, second for most of the time. Uh, We're now, Reading are coming up uh, on the same points as us at the moment. We've drawn four games at home. We're unbeaten in A. You know, are we going to do the hard way and have to go through the playoffs, or do you think... No, we, I mean, I, I, mean I, 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 I,
6: I, I do think that we'll go up automatically, I mean, for a variety of reasons. I think Southampton will falter, I think Reading will falter. It's one thing getting there, it's another thing staying there. And, and we have played absolute garbage football, and are still there, and I still don't think we've kicked in yet. And and what I think is going to happen, I mean, if I could have five minutes of our players, the one thing I would be saying to our players, they've got to start now visualising the rewards for success and not the penalty for failure. And and, and I mean, I don't necessarily like Sam's way of football, but if he's going to start playing that football, our strikers have got to start seeing themselves getting balls that are going to come off of deflections off of the bar, off of people's backsides, backsides, and they've got to see them, struck them on target. I, 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 it looks to me after the time as if the ball, We know, I know what's going to happen, uh, you know, I see it going down the right, I see it going down the left, the ball's hoofed in into the centre, and it's going to come off somebody's head. But it looks, every time it's a bar strike, it's a surprise when it gets there. How many times have I seen a striker with the ball inside the box, and then he's hoofed it over the bar, he's he's, he's smashing right back across the other side of the of the box. But And I think it's about visualisation, you know, world class sportsmen, they visualise themselves in context. So, you know, it, I'll be asking all the strikers, just visualise, the ball comes off the bar, it hits someone's bum, it's to your feet, visualise making contact and into the net. And you've got to be seeing it in your night sleeps. you've got to see it in your morning when you wake up, you've got to see it in your training sessions, because guess what, it will happen. We could be miles ahead of this league because one thing I will agree with Sam, we've had enough chances in all of our games that we've drawn to win by street. Yeah. But it's just things that be our surprise. So it's not nice football, but it's Sam's football. And and all our strikers and struggling fielders have got to start seeing it. I mean, you know, Nolan, is not the most uh, attractive football player. Uh, he's not the most skillful. But what you do see is that he gets himself into position and he sees it. He's the only player who I think actually sees where the ball's going to be. Now, going to go. Now, it might be because he's had 10 years of Sam. But you no. know, you, our players have got. If they stop visualising. And I really mean it. They well, start dreaming. We'll we
7: can get you in, maybe, wherever we're with David Gold, and see if we can get you in for, for for the final few games in the dressing room and give one of your motivational speeches. Well, yeah, about. no.
6: But to be fair, I mean, yeah, To be fair, it's, it's not about motivational speaking all that sort of stuff. Because, cause, you, know, you know, these are these are these are these are good good football players. We might have a laugh, but these are good football players. I don't want, I don't I don't want to go there and be the bigger I am. But I just think there's one thing I say to those guys, guys, you have got to start visualising the rewards of success, and not the fear of failure. Because I think the reason we can win at home, win away, because you know what, they've now started, West Ham have now started their own uh, fable. They now believe that, oh yeah, you know, the reason we win on the road is because the fans are not on our back, and we feel free, we can express ourselves, and yeah. we can score. But the reason we don't do it at home is because the fans are not back. Well, of course, guess what, if that's what you visualise, that's what's going to happen. If you visualise that when we're at home, the fans are going to be on our back when we miss it, then guess what? You're going to miss it and the fans are going to be on your back. If you visualise that you don't want the ball because you're scared that someone's going to be blaming you, you're not going to want the ball. So that's what I'm trying to say is that, look, world-class athletes change around their scenario by visualising what they want, not what they don't want. And it's as simple as that. We've got the opportunity, we're at the top of the league and we haven't played at our best, We've got enough talent. We've got enough people in there that can score. Jack Collison should be our mis- midfield maestro. That boy's got two phenomenal feet. Yeah. He's got yeah. great vision. He could twist he can turn. But you know what? I'm sorry, Jack. I see Jack jumping out of tackles. And I know why. He's had a v- horrific injury as a young man. Well, If if, if, he, if, he, if that's all he sees, 50 feet tackle, I'm going to get injured, that's all he sees. He's always going to play like a guy's scared to get injured rather than see himself as a world-class player he could be. Zach Constant could be a world-class player. He doesn't see himself as a world-class player. So
7: so moving on from that, two quick-fire questions before we move to the final question, which is, who's your personal choice for Hammer of the Year and which player has been the biggest disappointment on, on the pitch for you this season?
6: OK, Hammer of the Year is going to be a, uh, it's between two, two players, I think. Um, uh, we've had two great centre-backs, We've had two great centre-backs. We've had um, Abdullah Faye and James Tompkins. I'm going to give it to James Tompkins um, yeah. because well, that kid has it's been immense this year. And, you know, Zola brought him into our team and he was a bit shaky. And last year, Upson put all the weight on his shoulders, young man's shoulders, but this year he stepped up. He's He's, he's a monster man.
7: Yeah, although, although um, Mark Noble seems to be getting a lot of votes and seems to be like... To
6: yeah, hold. well, yeah, I mean, Noble's Noble, I mean, yeah, I mean, you've, you've asked me for my player of the year, Tompkins is yeah, ahead of Noble, yeah. but Noble has absolutely done Sterling performances. Yeah, there's no yeah. doubt about it, I mean, Nolan's been a Sterling support of, um, performances, but James Tompkins is just ahead of him, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah,
7: so disappointment, Who 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 is the player you thought that would do more and is disappointed this year?
6: Oh gosh, this is this is always a third one. a difficult one. Oh dear me. Um oh, it's a real tough one really. Uh, again two players of well, is that of three players? It's is that of cut and coal? Yeah. 'Cause a cut and coal I know can score a of low goals. Yeah, me, yeah, but yeah, I think it's, a, but, but it's tough. it's tough. I think he has been asked to do a very tough, hard role. Um Nolan, Nolan scored lots of goals, but I just I don't know something. He, he thinks uh, uh, sorry, mate, a little bit lazy or a little bit lethargic. Maybe if not lazy, a little bit lethargic. Yeah. And you know, I thought I thought that he was better than what he he appears to be. And then and then I said uh, Jack Jack Clarkson because you know I saw Jack when he came on, on on a couple of years ago. I thought what a player, beautiful feet. I don't know I'd, I'd, that. That's yeah, no, I'd agree with
7: you on all three of those and I would uh, uh, add uh, Lansbury as well which uh, I know he's only on my own yeah player, well, see Lansbury I mate. he hasn't been
6: given level. a chance L- Lansbury hasn't been given a chance and, 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 and I, I just you know and I think all those players that I've mentioned well, except for Nolan, I think because of the way we play sound plays, it's difficult you know when you've only got um, Cole who's back to goal all the time he hasn't got a chance of scoring or when you got him out on the, what's he doing on the left wing or the right wing yeah, I don't know what I out. No, no, no. You know, so I think it might be the way that we play and stop those guys playing very, very well. It's tough. I wouldn't like to name names, but but it's out of those three for me. Yeah. yeah so the
7: three. final question, and I always knew it'd be very difficult to keep it, to keep it very concise with you, Chris. Sorry, mate. Um, sorry, mate. Um, so the, the big question, you know, that splitting the fans: stay at the bowling and redevelop the uh, stand, or move to the brilliant new. Uh, Stratford Olympic Stadium. Where, where do you sit on on the, the big
6: debate? I'm in for progress, mate. I'm in for progress. You know, in 1895, West Ham used to play at White Park. You know, what I mean, there was five men and his dog, and the old dockers were on, on all around the edges. You know, and you could spit on the player. You know, then when I when I, when I joined the, the club, sort of 80 years later, we were at Upton Park, and you know, you could chicken run. You could almost grab hold of someone's hair. It's changed. It, it, it come changed, and it's lovely ground now. But you know, if we go to the um, Olympic Park, we've got 50, uh, a 50,000-seat stadium. In, in, in 30 years' time, it will be the home of West Ham, and, yeah. and, and 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 no one will know the difference. It's just about changing <coughs> perspectives. It's progress. If you want, to, if if we really do want to have an opportunity one day to knock on the door of the top six and get into Europe, we're going to have to move.
7: And it doesn't matter you whether we'd be renting it instead of owning it now. I think we've got to make a bid by the 23rd of March. No. I mean, I, it, we've got to move on.
6: Yeah, exactly. No, it, I, it doesn't matter. I mean, when, you, when you say you own it, what does it matter to me? Who does it matter? Whether you own it or not. It's about where you play. It's about what we call home. It's about history. It's about legacy. It's about opportunity. And I think that the legacy and opportunity at the Olympic Park is, is more so than what will be at Upton Park. And I say in 1895, we were at White's... White, White. White City Park, whatever it's called, with the dockers, it's changed. Times changes all the time. And so, no, I, I don't hold on to the past. It's for reference, not for residence. You can't live in the past. You've got to look forward to your preferred future. And the preferred future is West Ham, knocking on the door, top six, and European nights once again.
7: Yeah, well, we we all hope for that. Anyway, thanks for being a guest of uh, more than just a podcast. It's been a great pleasure. Really looking forward to Olympic year. Look, looking forward to listening to you on, on the radio and let's and hope we're, we're back in the premiership um, by the time the Olympic opening ceremony is and uh, uh, where we belong. Um, yeah, but well, uh, I hope I'm, to I'm, see you at some Park soon.
6: Okay, sure. I'm, I'm sure we'll get there. I know there's going to be a few heart attacks going on, but I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll get there and I'm sure that our strikers will start striking.
7: Excellent. All right. Take Thanks, you, Chris.
3: Bye. Hi.
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
6: Bye. you. Bye-bye.
3: Well, you heard a clip of him there winning his European gold medal um, just before part two started. I mean, what comes across is he really knows his football. Uh, you know, he's a really inspirational guy. You know, he started off, as you heard, in a children's home. He went on to achieve all his medal success and, and obviously a very passionate West Ham fan. And, you know, really want to thank him for taking the time to talk to us on more than just a podcast. Yes. Next week, we have the one and only Chesney Hawks.
2: We do. No, I,
4: thought, I thought Chris Akabusi was really interesting. It was a very yeah. good interview, Sean. Well done. Yeah, you're you. good at this. Thank you to him as well.
1: Yeah. A so next we, yeah, I
3: pre-recorded an interview with Chesney Hawks just before I left for Singapore, and when I'm out in Australia, which is the next, uh, I'm in Melbourne next, um, step of my tour, and I'll be talking to Nick Frost um, of Sean of the Dead fame, and he will be our next interview after Chesney Hawks.
2: Hooray. 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 Well, oh, yes, thank you very much, Chris Akabusi. Mm. And thank you, Chesney Hawks, for your interview, which we'll be hearing next week. Um, someone's in the studio, Sean. Do you know who it is?
3: Oh, I'm not going to go through this anymore. It's Clange, of course.
1: Yes. Six and later. it is.
8: Hello. Thank you for having me back again. Um, James Tompkins is unlikely to be playing tomorrow against Borough. He's trapped a nerve in his calf.
3: He should be okay for this weekend's game, though. Um, Middlesbrough have sold a total of 106 tickets for tomorrow's match so they've got huge support coming down uh, Portsmouth have confirmed to us that they have enough money to keep going now till the end of July so there won't be any point deductions before then um, Mo Van has had plenty of offers from various clubs including West Ham um, if it is a deal it's going to have to be done by next Thursday and there's no truth in the rumours that West Ham are putting season ticket up 37% next year. Um, that's not true, even if we go up. Uh, that's it for this week. Thank
0: you for having me on.
2: Thank you, Mrs. Clunch. Very informative, as always, and
1: revealing outfit.
3: And and she got the Henderson um, bit right as well. You know, she was the first one to tell us about Henderson coming on loan, and he was on the bench, wasn't he?
2: He was. Mm hmm. And John went, Who? Who's
3: Henderson? when he was on his romantic weekend. He texted me and and I said, Do you not listen to that podcast? And the answer was probably no. <laughs> yeah, you should you go did away... remember
4: then, didn't you, you? should go away more often, mate. You've really sort of taken the rabbit in for me tonight. <laughs> anyway. I'm
3: sure you're up I'm sure you're up to your knees in it, mate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um
4: it's time for <laughs> let me listen to this
2: David Gold question time, time time and this is the point of the podcast where we go over David gold's tweets from the last week and answer them.
1: I' just clicked
2: for you in a uh, fashion that we believe they've been asked mm mm-hmm. um,
1: Highly amusing.
2: Sean, you can go first in Singapore.
3: Sam Wilson, WHU. Do you think we're in a good position, David?
4: No, I don't think we are in a good position, but I don't think we're in a bad one either.
2: Automatic is still
4: in our hands, DG.
2: You said we are seven games unbeaten, or is it eight? But in that unbeaten run, we have gone first to third. Please put a spin on that.
4: Paul, I'm not looking to put a spin on anything. I'm trying to be positive. We have gone seven games unbeaten. That is a fact, DG.
1: Oh, hello, uh, dear girl. Are you watching Match of the Day? The way Swansea play is what the West Ham fans want. Nervous at home, play football, and the fans are happy.
4: James, I'm not sure you're right, DG.
1: Is it right?
3: Morrison is tearing up trees in training and fighting to get in the first team.
4: (laughs) Yes, he is desperate to play, DG.
2: And uh, these are the tweets from Coxie25, which uh, John reads...
4: David Gold, can I get a retweet from my pet gerbil, Paolo Futre, who's just read your book and expressed his approval with your style by eating a nut. David Gold, my new song, Kick It In The Expletives, Goal, is available now. DG, the B-side is passed to someone in a clown and blue. Flowbear, SC. I like that one, it's can I (laughs) (laughs) DG when we win tomorrow will you join me in making an effigy of Neil Warnock out of Marzipan and letting my cat tear it to shreds (laughs) and David Gold never fear my offer of chatting to the team about goal scoring and the best way to confuse tortoises using almonds is also still valid
2: (laughs) thank you that was (laughs) David Gold, Question Time. 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 Uh, thank you for everyone who tweets David Gold. That is David Gold, Question Time. And now it is Twitter Question Time.
3: Um, uh, ha- hang on, aren't you doing um, Wong?
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll put him in after. What do you oh, want to yeah. do him now?
3: I thought usually we do Twitter question time before, um, at the end, just before we do predictions, usually. Okay. It's up to you. are the I, I, I didn't
2: know there was such a pattern,
1: but... Does it matter if it's in the wrong order?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and don't remember, we're going to do Sab update and t-shirts as well. I got that joke, don't worry. Even though I'm jet-legged, I did get the joke.
2: They are, yeah, they're on the running order, Sean. I'll put them on here.
3: Okay, fine. Um,
2: okay, we'll do one Next. This is Sean's friend in Singapore. Sean, introduce him, please.
3: Yeah, so when I got to Singapore yesterday, <laughs> I met um, a true Singapore hammer called Wong, and um, he came down and took me to lunch, and we had a pint of Guinness in the Penny Black pub, and I did a quick interview with him, and this is what he said. Okay, I'm in Singapore. I'm in a pub called uh, Penny Black uh, in Singapore, just away from the city centre. And i bumped into a West Ham fan. His name's Wang. Wong. Sorry, Wong. And uh, he's wearing a bowling ground E13 West Ham shirt in the middle of uh, Singapore. And it's about 30 degrees, isn't it? Very humid. Right. Wong, why are you a West Ham fan? Are you any West Ham
8: fan in Singapore? Um. I should say there's not a lot of West Ham fans here, but uh, well, initially, um, how I got into the West Ham thing was uh, was being influenced by bands like Cockney Rejects uh, and the older Sham 69, yeah, because they had a large West Ham following. Because uh, yeah, well after that it sticks, yeah, and. Till today, I still am a West Ham fan. Well, I think you bring some of the punk bands over here to Singapore, don't you? I oh, yeah. I um, bought in Sham 69, um, The Business, and a couple of other bands here. And how often do you get to see West Ham? Uh, maybe once a year. If um, if the money is good for me, and probably I'll go to uh, more games then in the future. What was your last game? Um, it was Millwall at home. uh, (laughs) yeah it was a
3: good game yeah we went down to 10 men and we won so it was a good game to come to and my last question, I understand you want to start a a West Ham supporters club for Singaporeans Uh, so
8: yeah um, I hope to start one Yeah, um, gather all the West Ham fans in Singapore um, start something for the club and um, hopefully we can work something out together in the future Okay, if you want to follow Wong, it's Wong Shark sixty nine, so W A N
3: Shark sixty nine on Twitter, and he can start his uh, Singapore West Ham club. Thanks, Wong. Thank you.
2: So that was Wang Wong Wong
3: Wong. Yeah. And Thanks. He... and and if he's listening, thank you for the pint of Guinness and thank you for my Indonesian lunch.
6: Mm.
2: What did you have?
3: Uh, I had these sort of... There was this really spicy fish dish and some, like, fish balls and some beef that was really, really spicy with some rice and, yeah, it was it was really nice. It was a traditional Singaporean lunch dish and lots of little small dishes you uh, put together. Very nice.
2: Cool. Well, he looked after you then.
3: He did look after me. And healthy, I said that healthy healthy when he shout. comes to um, the East End we will return the favour or I will return the favour with some pie mash and liquor uh, and a pint of Guinness um, when he comes. He says his next game um, will be the playoff uh, (laughs) semi-final if we are unlucky enough to be in the playoff finals, if not maybe next year in the Premiership.
2: Very nice. Mm. So, Sean, next on the running order is Sab Update. That's you as well.
3: Yeah, we've talked about the SAB. As you know, uh, the club need to make their decision by the 23rd of March, which is this week, whether to put their second bid in for the Olympic Stadium. As I said, I'm the representative of the Supporters Advisory uh, Board. And I'm asking one last time, everyone, I've been tweeting out there and everything, saying if you've got views or concerns on uh, the Olympic Stadium or support of it, if you email me in, I've got a special email address, it's w-h-u-f-c dot s-a-b sab at gmail dot com you need to email me by Wednesday the 21st at 10am, that's the deadline and if you put your details through um, I'll include them in my report that will go to the West Ham board before they bid
4: cool oh, so they're going to bid then
3: if they bid, sorry, if they bid oh, if right. they bid, they haven't
1: insider information is that a fraudulent no? slip?
3: No, it wasn't. I don't know whether they're going to bid or not, so okay. it will be just as a surprise to me. I have no inside information, John. Oh, okay. Um,
2: wink, wink. And next on the agenda is t-shirts.
3: <laughs> yeah. We're all wearing our more than just a podcast t-shirts, aren't we, George? George we are. George designed them. Well I designed done. them
2: after the podcast on Monday night, and they arrived on Friday, or was it Thursday?
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: And on Friday. we've all got our own, and Sean's got two with him to give to Melbourne and Sydney Hammers. Is that correct?
3: No, I've got one to give to <laughs> Oh, them. Thanks sorry. for saying that. I've got one I'm wearing and one to okay. give to... Oh, that's why I had to okay. What a faux pas you've done there now, if they're listening. Um, and we paid for speedy delivery, didn't we? And uh, yeah, they're really good. We were really excited about them. And after we tweeted a picture of them out, we, we had a, a flurry of requests saying, are they available to buy and, and one uh, person said it was uh, I shouldn't probably say this because then it might, might spoil yeah, don't, it don't say it don't yeah say don't it. just say it yes, someone yeah. wants to buy, buy it as a present but yeah. if, it's one of our listeners and if I say it I'll spoil it so I, I won't say it anymore will I
4: John uh, I mean um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what are you going to do Sean when you get back
3: well when we get back we're going to either do a Something where you can print it off and buy it directly from the, the website itself, or we do a little run and we sell limited editions of the the more than just a podcast world tour T shirt. At the moment, it's a limited edition of only five, but we might do another run. These are the first editions, and They've one
2: will one be signed by Sean. I got one deliberate spelling mistake. Yeah, they that
3: makes them more valuable.
2: It isn't a, it isn't a spelling mistake. It's just if you type in www more than just a podcast. .podpeen.com then it doesn't work. Yes, yeah, So you Peen. just need to get rid of the www dot... Does
1: it say that on our things?
2: Yeah. It's
3: a it typo. Does. Small
2: typo. It's not a am uh, thing. But very shop, soon bro. we will be registering the website www.mondagepodcast.co.uk Oh yeah, tell everyone. everyone
3: because then someone else will nick it before we buy it. Well, you? I'll
2: have to do it after this then, won't I?
3: Yeah, you will have to do it.
2: No one's going to nick it anyway. Um, it's our Twitter question time, Sean. What is your Twitter looking like?
3: I don't know, because I haven't opened it up, but you've caught me, uh, I, I'm 6,700 miles away, or 7,600, I can't remember which, because I'm jet-lagged, um, so, who knows? Um, but I tweeted out earlier, and you've caught me on the hop, George.
2: Okay, I've had one from my, we asked, so we should just probably start with that. Um, send in your questions and comments on Saturday's game and whether or not we will go up automatically or via playoffs Um, my WHUFC says a point away at Leeds isn't bad but shows up how bad the home form is finally realising Allardyce's limitations BFS out and uh, Sean WHU that's not you is it Sean no it's not me where are we going wrong This has to be something we're doing wrong. This isn't the West Ham
1: I know. Where Sean's got to go to Singapore for work,
2: and S. G. Smallman says not the best game on at Leeds. It's never a good
1: place for us. So I'm happy with the point. Does he just read them?
2: I still see us top (laughs) two. Winning is another question. Do you have any others, Sean?
3: I don't think so. But. while I'm looking, maybe we can ask John on his ho- about his homework, can we?
1: Yep, yeah, The sure. poem, or?
4: <laughs> yeah, he's got to
2: do a poem. Oh, yeah, and then the poem. First, oh, he does Oh, yeah, I'm homework.
4: sorry, I didn't get around to the poem. But no, I that's did not do. fair. You've <laughs> got to do a poem. Well, I did do. We, we tried the poem, and it wasn't very successful for lots of reasons. Why wasn't it? Well, it was a good poem. Don't get me wrong, hey. Reese. I'm yeah. impressed, but we did agree that, <coughs> poetry that, that poetry wasn't part of this podcast. Cause it's or any podcast. shouldn't be, really. So yeah, we went there. Yeah, we've been there, done that. So yeah, I've been. I've <laughs> actually been. I've actually been optimistic, Sean. Yeah, because it Bloody just hell. can't. It can't carry on being this poor, can it? So I've got us down yeah. to beat Borough, and then we're going to we're going to win the next two away games, and I've basically got us down to win virtually all our away games and draw all our home games after winning at Borough. I'm uh, winning against Borough tomorrow night, so I've got us down for. Uh, three, four, five, six wins and four draws, which will finish us on eighty-nine points. That was my homework. Thank wow, that is
2: very optimistic. Wasn't From you? It's
4: mm. completely and what does that you.
3: put us? Does that put us in second place? What do uh, would, everyone else do on?
4: I didn't do everyone else. Yeah, I, th- I think looking at that without doing any more homework and going for everyone else's results because that would just sort of suck the life out of me. I think that we'll probably go up automatically in second place on eighty nine points. So that's how optimistic if, I've if, been. Thank you.
3: If I was your teacher I would give you a B minus because I knew you rushed the homework and you did it just before this podcast started. Yeah. And if you're doing it properly you'd have looked at Southampton and Reading before. So B minus must try better.
1: That that's not a bad mark though. No? Yeah, you I'll could be, you could show born, yeah. your parents that when yeah. they read the report.
3: Yeah. Whose yeah. whose whose who's, uh, homework is it this week, George? It's
1: Reese's turn. Oh no! Oh, Reese's oh, sheet. Got no, we've got I haven't no done homework. I haven't wrote more than the homework. sentence in the past two years.
2: I think Reese is probably best off uh, doing it straight after this podcast. Personally, yeah, so I it's agree. Really yeah probably. Yeah. Talking of Reese and homework and work in general, Reese has been doing quite well recently. Yeah, Reese has been doing quite well.
1: Um, well, you've scored twice in three games. Twice in three games, yeah.
2: I did tweet out the link for your first goal. I haven't managed to you see if You've not seen any... the second one? No.
1: Is it up in the internet? You, I, I will show you. and okay, you can put we'll a look Because okay, I am we'll, proud we'll of We'll put that. the
2: link on the Facebook page and on my Twitter and Sean will yeah, probably retweet it as well. I am proud Tell of it. Tell us that. about
1: your goal, Rhys. Well, I don't want to give too much away, but <laughs> I will uh, just give you three words. 30-yard volley. Ooh. Ooh. He says it was better than my goal in, in the front final of, as well. In front of a good friend as well that was there watching. On in
4: the other, added pressure. So in the was, other it was it better than the goal he scored when he played it? Uh, it just
1: for the occasion, I'd go with George. But for sheer skill, you, all day long. I, I think I've clinched it. But
3: yeah, well done, Riz.
2: Very, very well. Very very well done, Riz. Thank you. Congratulations, so, can I
3: ask you a question about AFC Wimbledon? Um, I won't be too controversial Asking about the manager or anything Mm -hmm. But uh, one Will they survive?
1: Yeah What was that? Yeah yeah, I think so Pulled away now
3: Survive in League 2 and fight for another day But no squeaky bum time
1: I think we've missed the squeaky bum time Depending on what happens tomorrow Against uh, Oxford But I think we've missed it We've had a clean swipe the last week.
4: How much of an influence is George Monk Has he done well?
1: Yeah, he's done alright. He's played. He's, I've he's not been seen a lot, the games really because I've been playing, yeah, but yeah, yeah. from what I've heard, and he's been playing, so he must be doing something right. Excellent. And your, yeah. your
3: ginger friend, McNaughton, how's he doing? He's not playing at the moment. He is hasn't he?
1: played at the moment, no. They brought in a new lad from um, Brentford called Pim which is a very Dutch name, I think. Oh. Really? <laughs> I think. <laughs> he doesn't like the same pins clock." I think that's probably been used a lot on him. So, if you see him, don't say that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, um, but, yeah. so we have Borough this week, tomorrow night, and Burnley away on Saturday. Sean, we'll start with you. In Singapore, what are your predictions?
3: Well, I'm going to go for a um, draw, because that's what I did on my prediction. So I'm going to go for 1-1 one, one draw uh, at Middlesbrough, I'm afraid. Another draw at home. And then we start winning. And uh, did you say it's Barnsley on? Burnley. Burnley. Uh, and I'm going <laughs> to go for a win against Burnley, 1-0. So 1-1 one, one and a 1-0 win. Rhys? Three, four points. Reese you
1: got Borough and Burnley Oh um, I reckon I'm going to go quite adventurous And go for two good wins
2: Good wins? Yeah
1: Like oh. uh, Good high scoring I reckon they'll get a kick up the backside And um, I reckon they'll turn both of them over Scores? And they're on TV as well Scores? I reckon 3-0 Middlesbrough And I'm going with a 4-1 Away at Burnley
4: Ooh oh. John? I'm going for both of these as wins. Two nil tomorrow night and three one.
2: I'm gonna go one nil tomorrow night and one all away at Burnley. Ooh,
1: controversial. Where are Burnley in the league at the moment?
2: Um I'm Quite unaware of their
1: down. position. Quite low. Mid table low down. I'm guessing. I think so.
2: Okay, Sean, is that everything covered you wanted to cover from Singapore?
3: I believe so, yes. It's been a delight to speak to you. It's free now, half past five in the morning. Um, and uh, yeah, keep up the good work, guys, back in the UK.
2: Thank you very much. Oh, keep thanks. up the good work in Singapore. You're off to Australia today, aren't you?
3: I'm off to Australia and a, and a bit of a schoolboy era. Um, I, I was hoping to watch the game because it's live on Sky in Melbourne. But I'll actually be landing in the second half so I don't land half past six in the morning Mm -hmm. in Melbourne and the game starts at half five so or or quarter to six so uh, I'm going to miss the first half How long's your
2: flight from Singapore to Melbourne? I think
3: it's about eight hours between Singapore and and Melbourne so uh, yeah I'm going to miss the first half so I've asked you to BBM me uh, the half time result and I'm going to see if I can crank up my laptop and watch the second half um, on a stream in the airport
2: Very nice
4: well, you enjoy. Let's hope you come back in a better mood next time. And, and with better gifts. Yeah, bring <laughs> back a good present. Yeah, okay. All right.
1: Cheers, mate.
2: Thank you yeah. for listening to More Than Just Podcast podcast. Um, goodbye from me, George.
1: And a goodbye from me,
3: Great. Goodbye from me. And Sean. And goodbye from me in Singapore. Au revoir.
2: Keep an eye out on the Facebook page and our Twitters for... Picture of Sean and his friend Wong and us in our t shirts.
1: Lovely. Don't wait. Speak
2: to you next week. Thank you for listening.
6: Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast.